welcome back to rip and tear this is our take two because i fucked up with the technical uh aspect of the recording like a fucking idiot um trying a different every week till we find our mojo so i apologize i don't know why i'm apologizing you're not gonna fucking hear it anyways but nah. nosy how are we we are good man we are good we fucking are fantastic the weekend bro couldn't have gone any better footy's back full swing fuck making yes. a man feel great i'm feeling oh, great it's fucking horny stuff eh it's just like oh I, it's weird i have to repeat myself again but i'm gonna have to it's yeah <laughs> it's like the whole um time difference for me i haven't watched a single game of footy in in queensland since i've moved here but the whole watching something like watching the thursday night game at seven o'clock instead of 10 p.m and then finishing at nine so i can actually get like a decent sleep is throwing me off because i love my late nights so i was so keen for like a, a midnight always watching the footy like i i just have picturesque moments every thursday i'm fucking in my bed i got a big screen up on the wall i'm watching it from my bed and i'm just fucking loving it but now i'm having dinner at the time of the thursday night footy and it's throwing me off yeah look um no sympathies here mate i still have to watch it at 10 go to bed at 12 and then wake up early as hell uh so no sympathies but uh i'm still frothing it man i'm still frothing it so it's uh, fucking so fantastic good. like even fantastic. with the saturday games where there's four games on fucking fuck me i hope we don't have four games in a day again because that was relentless um oh we might win the fucking next team comes in yeah oh that's gonna be gross um to be, but, to be fair I, I don't mind the four games i quite i quite enjoy it uh, yeah, but <laughs> since your, i'm not a party game, animal <laughs> hey true true your first game though is hey that's actually better for me though i can watch games and then go out fuck i didn't think of that um circling back circling back um the saturday games started at fucking twelve thirty in queensland I was so confused. I'm like going out for lunch. Like I want to do something with my day before I like dive deep into my footy and just get locked in. But I was like out for lunch with some friends and was like, oh fuck, halfway through the first game. What's the score? Fuck me. Got to go back and watch the recording. But yeah, it's, it's throwing me for a loop. Yeah, look, to be fair, it kind of threw us both for a loop on that Saturday. You know, I was out um, scoping some markets out at Orua and then next minute, Oh, the footy's on. Uh, I plan to be home by 7 to watch the first game as it normally starts. And then open up Instagram on my way home and was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm oh, behind. Shit, that, that fucking Sione Katoa step looked mean as. <laughs> I think it was as per. Pretty sure. Yeah, well, that yeah. step broke yeah. Troll's ankles back last year, so has to be yeah. decent. Has to be. Um, so the way we're going to go through it is we're going to do the All-Stars game first. Then we're going to yep. do all the trial games um, in order of what, when they played. So to start off the All-Stars game, I'm just going to give it a basic one-liner average. Very, very. I'd have to agree strongly. Um, the only thing that was good about it was the hucker, and that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, I, the hucker always hits for me. It's, it never disappoints. But then again, like, normally it's backed up with some good footy, but it wasn't really this time. At least not by the Maldives. Like, the Indigenous just outclassed 
Well, yeah, like, uh, there's no nothing bad to really say about the Indigenous. The Indigenous showed up and they performed, you know, like, I think we, we just dropped the ball and we didn't show up for the game as we uh, planned or expected to. So, yeah, nothing against the Indigenous. I, lo- I love how we're saying we, like, we're both we both got like moldy heritage but you're from south africa and my dad's from england like there is no there is no heritage in in us but like uh mate i'm honorary honorary honorary. true (laughs) all all your brothers at work eh? (laughs) i'm an honorary (laughs) cousin that is one of the great sayings um the best the best player on ground for me though was tarpane holy fuck he was skittling blokes yeah, hands down, I, I'd have to agree. He's a beast, uh, leading from the front, as he yeah. always does. Um, if only if only the rest of the Māori team decided to show up like he did, uh, yeah. we would have had a different conversation. But yes, uh, Tarpane, definitely the best player on the field for me as well. Yeah, and then second best, well, carrying the Indigenous team was Trell. Oh my lord, Trell was just doing Trell things. You know, take it to the line, choose whether it goes short or goes long does it fucking the right choice every time. Adokar was just having a field day. He, was, he felt like Alex Johnston, you know, he's going to break this scoring record and he's just going to catch and put down. It's great. Yeah. I'd, uh, yeah. It's trail, man. What, what, what more can you say? Uh, you yeah. could say he was ripping and tearing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, no, it's just trail things, man. Like, uh, I think he looks in great shape. I think he looks in better shape than last year. So I think... All the Bunnies fans will be holding on to high hopes that he doesn't get injured and they have him for the whole season because that could be very dangerous. Yep. Yep. It's bad It's bad times if you're not a Bunnies fan, but it's bad news for Bunny fans if he goes down because we know the Bunnies medical team is trash. Yeah, big time, big time. Yeah, also, just another it? quick mention. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, just another quick mention I wanted to make was like... Um, Old the fox, the fastest man on the planet, looking absolutely beefing on his all meat diet. <laughs> he looked yeah. actually pretty good. He actually looked pretty good. I don't know whether that was a lack in the Maori's defense or just either clean ball he got from the indigenous backline, but he looked awesome. He did look awesome. fucking awesome. Now to bring up a point that is in our first trial match, this might connect quite well. Do you reckon his spot is under threat by Gerald Skelton because he had a fucking game against the Storm? Look, I said before, um, like in our last potty, I said, I think Skelton could be blasting fire up Fox's ass. You know, and I thought, uh, going off what Fox did last year, Skelton's a shoo-in. After seeing the Indigenous game, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm in two minds here. I'm in two yeah. minds. I think Skelton, on the one hand, is a must for the for the doggies. He is so threatening with ball in hand. He's an absolute freak of nature. But then you've got Adokar, who's just beefed up hard, and he's still quick as all hell. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bit up in the air. I think I need to see this match um, coming up next this week, and then see how they both go, and then I'll make a calculated estimation. A calculated decision. Um, we'll put the numbers in, and Skelton's a fucking beast. That's the numbers. That's what the numbers say. Um, <laughs> only thing is, is if Skelton goes in, see, I I know we didn't have the podcast last year, but with our chats, 
I talked highly of Skelton. I wanted him to be in the side somewhere. When Keraz was injured, I wanted Skelton in there. When Keraz moved to the centres, I wanted Skelton in there. Now, I kind of have a vendetta against Blake Wilson because he took that spot. And I just see Blake Wilson as like a similar build and player to the Fox. Whereas uh, Skelton is more similar to Jacob Keraz in terms of just a damaging runner. Um, great meter eater and like just just more brute force than speed whereas Blake Wilson and Fox are speed Keraz and Skelton are brute force I love my brute force wingers um, so I was I, I just want Skelton to be in there if Keraz moves to the centers which is probably unlikely now because we've got every gun center in the fucking game apparently um, with Bronson Cherry fucking <laughs> looking so fucking good he was looking so slick bro um yeah i just yeah, it's gonna be hard for him to find a spot it is it's definitely gonna be hard um yeah ideally you have two of both you know based on both worlds you have a, a speedster and a damager you know like how the panthers do it and hopefully we can see fox on one end skeleton on the other yeah you know that could that could work out well um skeleton outside uh Crichton could be insane yeah yep Definitely on the same page with you on that one. Bronson Cherry, thoughts? Oh, he's a throbber. Look, it took him about 15, 20 minutes to get his feedback, his feedback for the game. You know, people forget yeah. he's been away for four years. Um, the first 15 minutes wasn't nothing flashy, just touches, hit the line, took the contact. But after that first 15, 20 minutes, it looked like he got more confidence throughout the game. Every run, he had a little bit more in it. Every yeah. run, he had a little bit more meters. I mean, the last three or four runs, he almost broke the broke the line. You know, it's yeah. it's crazy to think that this dude took 15 minutes after four years off to come back to first-grade material, in my opinion. I think he is a must-have lock in this doggies team. You reckon he's a lock for the other center spot? I think he is a lock. Yeah, that's just... I'm going to stick with it. That's he's a lock. Cherry's a throbber. He's he's awesome. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Now, something as a very honest and not so biased fan... No, I'm definitely biased. But as a Doggies fan, um, what we lacked the most last year was middle forwards. And the combo of seeing Sam Hughes and Farmasuli in the front row... Like, we had Max King as well. Max King last year, you know, decided to go a whole year of not getting a root. Not the right move, bro. Get laid. Um, <laughs> but Max King, Sam Hughes, who fucking looks so, so good, and Farmer Sully, who was skittling blokes. Um, I can't wait for that rotation. Farmer Sully really impressed me in the forwards with his impact. He's definitely going to be the, bu- the bench forward. The bunch forward. Ooh. Um... And Sam Hughes will be the other starting forward, in my opinion. And props, sorry. And, yeah. Yeah, I just... Yeah, look. The Doggies forward pack surprised me big time. You know, the off-season, we, we really spoke about how the Doggies was lacking in, in forwards and that middle power, the middle strength. And, you know, we we said that's where we thought they were losing the game. And I think these these two blokes are absolutely killing it. 
you know sam uses yeah. a gun he surprised the hell out of me and i love love watching oh, i loved watching him surprise same surprise. with thumbs gus gold just nailed it on the head again man yeah man cannot fail no and farmer silly did not disappoint as well i'm with you 100 <laughs> percent. that's gonna be a great rotation <laughs> <laughs> okay um who do you think looked better at fullback and this is an interesting chat because I've always been on the boat that Crichton should have that first shot of fullback. It's his to lose. Not his to fight for, his to lose. Because we're paying so much for him and he's so good, I didn't want him stuck out in the centres. Like, fucking Panthers have a different play. Like, their strikers and with their fullback, it's everywhere else in the park. So it was just, uh, it really confused me when I didn't see him playing fullback. But Taft didn't look that great either. Not going to lie. Like, Taft I wanted to see was the final series with the Bunnies Taft, where he is catching it. All of a sudden, he's running full pit straight at the fucking line from a kick return and just getting meters before he makes contact. And that was it. He was dancing around. He was prancing a little bit. He was getting into open spaces when it came to attacking. But it just seemed a little bit lackluster. I don't want to say it, but Hayes Perham kind of looked better last year, in my opinion. Um, it is one game. It is one game, but also Josh Papali'i or Papali, however it's pronounced. Fuck me, bro. Oh, look. Just to circle back around real quick, I'll T- give you my tell it to me, bro. Tell it to me. Yeah. Tell it to me. I'm going to circle right back. So, Crichton, I I agree in a sense, but also I feel like my biggest thing with the Doggies is they, they lacked a right edge when it came in attack. In my opinion, they lacked a right edge. That's fair. Uh, for me, their left edge was always kind of exciting with Birdo and Fox on that side. And I think if you have a, a gun center coming in and Stephen Crichton, you know, why not keep it that way? You know, and then... Just, you know, with with Taff, I agree in the sense where he was very disappointing in the sense of I thought he would grab that opportunity and run with it. But he kept going sideways, slipping over. He was looking to run into... I get, I get he's looking to run into space rather than a man, but he ended up just getting hit anyway. Yeah. Um, but this kid... Bloody Josh Papali or Papali'i or however we pronounce it, we'll get it right by the end of the season. <laughs> Honestly, I thought he brought way more to the table and to the game than what Taft did in that game. He ran hard, ran straight. He just looked phenomenal off those yeah. kick returns. So yeah, he, even I, even attacking like that that scrum play where he just got on the outside of his man with blistering pace and pass at the right time. Still, drew, he drew in the winger like the winger had. A free run to score for I think it was the doggy's final try, but it yep. was like I don't know, man. I just I I don't I don't have a good feeling about Taff. I I can I would love to be proven wrong, but I just don't see Taff as honestly. I would probably oh, I'd like to see how Keres goes. He did, he played the World Cup at fullback for Lebanon, and he didn't do too bad. But it just depends on how much he talks because obviously Serraldo is more of a defensive coach coming from the defensive system at the Panthers. So it might be that might be the reason why Taft's in there, but an attack, that's where we're lacking the most. Yeah, yeah. Now, definitely that's your weak spot. 
now at the moment is who do you put at put at fullback? It'll be interesting to see whether they do give Crichton a, a slot there. Um, but yeah, I think Taff needs to prove us all wrong because yep. at the moment he's not he's not my fullback there. No, neither. All right, that's enough about the Dorries. Fuck me. Yeah, it is my it Look. is our team now, not just my team. It's our team after <laughs> you loving them so much. But um, <laughs> Pappy, bro, fuck, he looks good. He oh, looks bro. so good. He looks beefing. I think he put on some muscle. Honestly, when I saw him walk out that tunnel, I was like, nah, nah, man's bigger. Man looks bigger. Man's making me want to get a, a mullet again. I say again, like I wanted one last time. But I never got one. But I want another one now. He's just looking that hot. I think you should get one. I'm st- I'm trying to regrow mine. We're getting a bit <laughs> sidetracked, but the mullets is on. Mullets yeah, is on. Mullets are on. <laughs> All right, everyone looks better with a mullet. Apart from the me, flying probably. mullet is back. The flying mullet is back. The flying mullet is back. Oh, it's gonna be so good. That try from the other person we're gonna mention, Jonah Pezzett, where he kicked on the oh. inside by Pappy flying in. That just reminded me of um, uh, Nelson's kick against the Warriors. When they punt the Warriors by like 70 points. And Nelson puts up a bomb and Pappy comes flying in and scores. That's what that reminded me of. Where it's just like out of nowhere. Pappy's in the right spot. Like surprise, surprise. And I'm just going to make noises. That's just. Yeah. It's just Pappy things, man. Like he put on the afterburners gas to everyone. Just like Pappy does. You know, he, he, he found where he needs to go. And in the, interestingly enough, in the halftime uh, presser they did with him, he said him and Pezza just looked at each other and he gave him the little nod and uh, Pezza put it up. Now, speaking of Pezza, where do you put this man in the team? Because he has to be there. He's probably one of the best backup halves in the comp. Honestly, I reckon, like, if if he was in the Seagulls, like, team... Bro, like, I reckon DC would already be out the door. I reckon they'll be giving the keys to Pezza for him to run the team. He looks that on point. Like, I remember watching him get five tries for the under-18s State of Origin two years ago. And I was like, fuck, no, nah, there's no way he can do it in first grade. Got his debut, scored, looked like he was holding his own. I'm like, fuck, he actually doesn't look that bad. And then just, oh, bro, like, he filled in for months to last year when he was on Origin. I reckon he'll be the same, do the same again this year. Fuck me, he's only like twenty, is my assumption. He's probably only twenty. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think he's he's got so much to offer at such a young age, and he steered that team around phenomenally. I know yeah. he had the backing of Pappy, but he steered that team around. It, it was great. his team, and Pappy was yeah. Like, well, how how would you say? It? I was trying to put on chest terms. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> Pappy was like the killer. <laughs> Pappy was the killer, and Pezzett was the orchestrator. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree, I do agree. Pezzett's a gun. I love the guy. Yeah. I hope we see more of him this year. Yep. No, me too. Okay, that was fucking a lot from the first game. Jesus. We're going to keep that up. We're going to be talking for ages. Um, Next, we got the Knights versus the Sharks. Now... I'm going to, like, kind of round it up mainly. Um, the first half was very close. Like, both teams were in it. It was, like, kind of tit-for-tat, tit-for-tat. Um, and then 
the Sharks' left edge over the whole game still looked iffy. So I don't think it's a player thing. I feel like it's a system thing where it's just not working. Maybe it's working better on the right. Don't know why it would be and not the left. But also, in terms of players, uh, I'm not going to say rest in peace, although he got knocked out that badly. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, not rest in peace, but uh, our thoughts are with you, my Papalangi, who has had a terrible run of injuries. I remember when he was supposed to be the sixth coming in, um, but he's just he got really KO'd on the first hit too. Just wanted to, it was a bit too eager, got his head on the wrong side, smacked to the head. Uh hope you get better soon, bro, and get another crack. I'm sure you'll there'll there'll be some opportunity this year and I reckon he'll kill it when he does. And who the fuck is Armstrong and why hasn't he been in the team before? Bro, Armstrong is gonna fill the shoes of Dom Young. We were talking about this for a while now of who is going to replace Dom Young on that edge. And I think Armstrong is the kid. Inari Tuala needs to watch his back as this David Armstrong kid's going to come for him. He scored twice, I'm pretty sure. He ran amazing lines, hard lines, straight. He, he was just killing, killing out there. It, it was refreshing to see a youngster come in and just absolutely turn the game upside down. Yep. Do you, would you like to know a fun fact? Hit me. He's a natural fullback. He's been playing they fullback don't need more through fullbacks. the grades. Yeah, I know they don't. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way they need more fullbacks. But he's he's he was moved out so that um, what's his name? You mentioned him last podcast. I can't remember his name. Sharp. Sharp. Perfect. I'm so glad you picked that up. Otherwise, I would have just been here just fucking making noises until you came up with it. Um, <laughs> Sharp was put into the fullback spot so that... What? Well, sorry. Armstrong was pushed out of the fullback spot so Sharp could play it. And then Armstrong killed it on the wing. So I'm like, yo, who's this Tom Jenkins kid? Why was he going to replace Dom Young when you have Armstrong? Yeah. Armstrong is the guy. I think he's going to answer all their prayers and he should be on that side ASAP. Uh, I can just picture already KP linking up with Armstrong. Killer. Killer speed. Killer ability. It's. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. I am too. I think that um, he should get the first chance. And then it's his, it's his to lose if he underperforms. Because we know Inari Tawala... He's been consistent, but he's never been great. Never been great. No. I always remember him being... like I used, I used to think of him as the budget da- gag guy because he used to play center. And I just I just didn't really... He didn't really uh, excite me. But this Armstrong kid does. And I would love to see him have a go um, and get, get a shot. Now, the issue, which is a good issue to have, who plays in the halves... For me, I, I have to lock in Hastings. I love Hastings. That chip that he did to uh, Dylan Lucas was so fucking horny. Um, <laughs> and then when Cogger came on, I really liked... Like, he just added another... It was like... I don't know what he added, but it felt like it was just a little bit more of an attack. It was just a little bit slicker. Just- I remember one of the first... One of the first balls he got, 
he took it really close to the line, like threw it off to the side, but kind of braced for contact at the same time. And then I went down the right edge and they got really close. And then he just got up, set up again on the left, got at the Hastings. I'm pretty sure that was a Dylan Lucas try, the chip. So Yeah. Look, he's a smooth operator, some would say. He moves swiftly and sufficiently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, There's yeah, a reason Cogger. why Cleary looked so good in the grand final in that last 20 minutes, and I reckon it's Cogger. Yeah, Cogger, Cogger brings a whole new dynamic to this team, and for me, Hastings is a lock as well. I would have to agree with that. I'm not agreeing so much with the bleached hair choice, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but Hastings is definitely a lock. Um, where I differ from you a little bit, maybe, I don't know, I think you got to have a guy like Gamble in the team. I think you just have to. He brings that little bit of, yeah, I don't know how to say, that bit of, grit you know the bit of like in your face uh he just brings something you know what i mean uh, he he's a yeah. bit more out there than the rest of the players he get he plays the mind games he plays the talking games and i feel like you need a guy like that on your team just to try and disrupt the opposing side um so it's a, it's a tough choice for me i feel like they're sitting quite nicely where now if hastings goes out with injury you know, Gogger could come in and do the job. He can yeah. do a great job. And same thing if Gamble goes out, Gogger could come in and just elevate the attack. So we'll see what we'll see what they what they choose. But for me, it'd be Hastings and Gamble at this stage. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of a lag there when you were talking, but we got the majority of that, thank God. Um, so. Then the last thing to mention of the game, uh, Will Price, another bleached hair brother. Um, everyone, everyone rocked up with bleached hair this week. It was fucking weird. Um, uh, I'm thinking of rocking it myself, to be honest. I we'll don't. See. No, I I yeah. like the when you had the mullet with the bleach. That was cool, like Pappy style. That was cool, but don't do the don't do the top, bro. Watch the space. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm, still, I'm not watching. I'm looking away, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, Will Price looked very slick. He played a lot of positions when he played when he was on the field, but at six, bro, he just looked creative as fuck. And it's not like they need fucking more halves. Like maybe, maybe fourteen, where he comes on and just adds some electricity, kind of like how Jaden Campbell did. Um, not last year, but the year before. Oh, summer last year as well, actually. Yeah, I think Will Price is going to be another one of those utility players that come, we'll see throughout the season come in in the 14 jersey and just absolutely break a game apart when they need it. Um, also, Will Price kind of just took the shine away from Sharp. You know, leading into this game, I thought Sharp was going to be the one to watch. There was so much talk behind him. And Will Price showed up and just showed out. You know, he played phenomenally. So I think Will Price would be a good utility for them. Yeah, I reckon he'll slot into the 14 quite nicely. Kind of like a Connor Tracy mold where he can play in the back line or in the halves if you need to. Now, let's go on to the Cox versus the Sea Eagles. Um, by the way, the Cox are the Roosters because they're cocky with all their players. And, oh yeah, we'll win the comp and then we'll just scrape into the 8. Fuck off. Um, the... Cox had a full-strength team, pretty much, pretty much. 
Um, and the Seagulls held them off uh, with a majority reserve grade team, which was quite, quite weird. Like, maybe the Cox will miss the eight this year. Kind of want them to For me, yeah. For me, it's not weird at all. In my later prediction, I said Roosters to miss the eight. I actually and think this I just supports. Yeah, see, this supports my my choice there very nicely. As a full-strength team, like you mentioned, just getting hold off by a pretty average Seagull side. Not a- average on the day, but like no big names whatsoever. I had them scraping again. I just had to double-check. I had them scraping in <laughs> the eight again. Um, but also, like, the whole game, the Cox defense was very shoddy against a team that was majority reserve graders. Brandon Wakeham, who has shown that he is not a, might not always first grade level when he plays like he can play at first grade level but he's not always like when he was in the doggy system the tiger system last year he wasn't that guy to be week in week out but i mean unless one of his games like the game on the weekend was like his a grade game like his amazing top tier game brother just the cox defense was just average very very average nothing to rave on about yeah uh, we'll, we'll be quick with the players. Um, Dominic Young looked like a normal Dominic Young, chasing hard, like that chase down. He looked good. He looked good with Suwali'i on his inside. Suwali'i with that tip on was fucking hot, hot and horny. Um, the chase down when I think it was Vega picked up the ball after Kerry tried to tip on, couldn't do it. He's not as good as Suwali'i apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the... Uh, what was I saying? He looked really slick. He did the chase down Sawley. I reckon if Sawley was chasing as hard as Dom Young was, they would have stopped that. But Sawley got there quite late. Um, and yeah, he was he was jogging most of the way, and then when he saw the pass went on the inside, then he decided to speed up, which just shows his speed because he still got there, but he got there too late. So yeah, yeah. he got there. He got there way too late. Um, at least I mean, at least he was there. But still, it's like, if you're going to chase, give it your all. Um, he probably just saw Dom Young, like, blitzing him, and he was like, nah, bro, you can do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dom Young, yeah. Billy Smith looked really good. Looked really good. He was up for a lot of those aerial contests. Um, yeah. He's a lock for center. He's a lock. Yep. He's, he's amazing. He was good to watch. Contesting every single thing. Great playing ability so re-signed for a, yeah. a few more years as well which is good to hear for him after a lot of bad injuries um connor watson looked really good when he came on the field a great addition of spark into the game he just yeah just looked very slick into the into the team i think that's what brandon smith needs to perform as another hooker to take those minutes and like bounce off of like he did with um harry grant so yeah it could be a great combo for them this year yeah um what else uh satili tupanua has the biggest fucking cheeks in the game um bro like seeing, <laughs> <laughs> seeing the full moon was pretty pretty horny as he went over the line not gonna lie i got me moving that's for sure um but to see that he looks like he's got that starting second row spot I was questioning it because he's had like concussion and like history and stuff like that, but not doubting it now. He just looked on point, 
just determined to rip in. Yeah, he slotted, and he slotted in there perfectly, and yep. I I have no questions about it. It worked out great. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, that's pretty much all for that game. I mean, yeah. Just before just before we move on, uh, yep. we'll just like to wish Dom Young the best with his recovery, and hopefully he comes back soon. Ah, uh, yeah, with the crusher. Yeah, it sucks sucks to be a, like a victim of something that we've been trying so hard to get out of the game. Um, obviously sometimes you can't get out of the way. I'm sure it wasn't accident, wasn't intentional, but it is still happening. Um, and he is injured for looking like the next couple weeks. Um, poor brother signed for the Roosters so he could, uh, play in the big stage in Las Vegas. Is he going to Las Vegas? Yes. He was, but he's not going to. But he can't now. Uh, Hopefully he still gets a ride with the team and then he can pull all the biddies with his sexy dreads. But yeah, sucks. Sucks, to, sucks for that, bro. Like, wish you all the best. Um, now, on to the Raiders versus the Eels. Now, there's not a lot of... Uh... <laughs> I just saw what you wrote in there. <laughs> in the notes. <laughs> um, there's not much to touch on this game because it was a lot of reserve, gra- reserve graders. Oh, my God. Res- Rezies? I'll just say Rezies. Um But standouts, Schiller. Look fucking awesome. Even though he was playing, oh. like I haven't seen him play center before. Ah, uh, that he was good. He was good. He was in the right places, doing the right things. For me, that's exactly what the Raiders need: is yep. a guy like that that's willing to just take the risk and create something out of nothing. That's what yep. he did all game for me. Is he just com- competed and contested? Every single minute of that game. Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Um, KO Weeks, I reckon, has that sixth spot. It was up question, up for question whether it was uh, Strange or Weeks. Weeks just looked more comfortable, really. I mean, the team looked more comfortable with him in there as well. Yeah, he did. It's a bit hard because, obviously, Strange is playing seven, so you can't really say... Um, you know, who slotted in where perfectly. I think after this week, we could say, you know, fairly determinedly who's got that spot. But for me, I'd, I have to agree, Weeks looked spectacular at six, and hopefully he can he can snag that spot. Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Um, Xavier Savage on the wing. It just, I, I don't know what it was. It just didn't seem like he was in the flow of the game. Mike wasn't couldn't get into the mojo. Could just be first grade jitters. I mean, it is a trial, so like, can you really say that? But I don't know. It just didn't seem like everything was clicking for him on the wing. Yeah, I think in the same sense, it was his first game back in a wee while um, to yep. the big stage, as you could say. <laughs> I wouldn't really call it that, but it's you know preseason. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate him at wing. Um, yeah, I definitely think he can perform improve. a lot better. Yeah, he can improve and perform a lot better than he did. Yeah. Looking to the opposite side of the field, though, who is Morgan Harper with this fresh fade, bruh? Dude, <laughs> like, the throw's gone, which means the errors are gone somehow. He just looked fucking good on that center spot, like, kind of showing us, like, before he got absolutely put into the rent the rinser 
the renter. Before, before he got Metallica, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Before he made Metallica, <laughs> before he got rinsed, dusted, bodied, all of the above by Metallica, he's he's still a first grade center, and he showed us that, which will really add depth for the Eels, which uh, who have been lacking a consistent center. Well, Eels, uh, Eels being of let's drop all our center and wing pairings for new ones, fame. Yeah, Morgan Harper will be in there eventually, and when he does break into that spot, I reckon he keeps it. He if he keeps on this form, he looked pretty pretty decent both sides yep. of the field. So yeah, mm-hmm. Morgan Harper, new man. Yep, new man, new fade. Two, oh, it's, it's fucking. Oh, I might get a fade on my next haircut. You can get the mullet. I'll get the fade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bunnies versus the dragons. I'm going to sum it up in two words. Errors galore. It was so sloppy to watch. It was almost... Well, actually, I think it was worse. Worse. Fuck me. I can't even... It was definitely worse than the All-Stars game. Um, that The first half... I, I, To be fair, I didn't watch much of the second half because the first half happened. Two tries were scored off errors. Handling errors, where ball comes to play, a player drops ball. Oh my god, look, we've got a free run to the try line. Yeah, look, the first error, I kind of have to give credit to the Bunnies. Ilias absolutely smoked Sloan and lodged the ball free with a perfect executed tackle. I, uh, I like, I get where you're coming from with, with errors. I get where you're coming from, but I think that was well executed. The, the Dragons try, though, that was just poor play. I reckon uh, the ego on Sloan was too big. He saw Elias and he's like, nah, he's fucking tiny. He's not going to do shit. And then just got caught off guard. That brother's jacked. I, like, scrolled past his Instagram the other day. <laughs> Dude's right jacked. Your face when you pulled the scroll. I scrolled past. I, didn't def- I definitely <laughs> didn't search him up in my, like, my search bar on my Instagram. <laughs> saw Elias and just went through his profile for a while. No. He I actually didn't search him up. I didn't search him up. He was tagged in a bunny's photo, and I oh, clicked on So you on went him. to his profile for that, <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw I saw brothers jacked. So I think Sloan made a very very big mistake in that judgment. But hey, look, he learned from it. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So on the positives though, um, Jack Bird, even though he was at center, he was still getting right into his work, and he was looking good doing it. Yeah, Jack Birds, he's good. I like him at center. I love it. Yep. He brought a big, big spark to that, to that right edge. So, I'm excited to see him there. I hope he stays there all season long. Yeah, me too. I hope he stays injury free because I think that was part of the reason why he wasn't too great at the end of last year because he was carrying those injuries. Like there was games that he wasn't playing to be rested, and then he'd come back and then he'd miss games again. So, I hope he stays fit and firing for the whole year. Um, the bunny's right side score majority of their tries. It turns out Billy Burns knows how to catch and put down as well. Um, but that, that right edge, <laughs> that right edge just looks pretty fucking good to me. Even though Campbell Graham yeah. was in here, which was another thing. So, which I'm, which I'm not too worried about right now. Cause I mean, Tane Milne, I think it's Tane Milne slotted in there nicely. Yeah. Um, so the right edge looked great. Um, but enough about the bunnies. Um, Flano looking yep. mad at six. I love it. Him and Hunt. 
I think it's going to be a great pairing. It's going to improve them heaps. Flannery looks just stolid. He looks like he knew what he was doing, and that's what that's what the the dragons need. I feel like it's going to be a weight off of Flano's shoulders that he is now not the main man to control the team. Ben Hunt is the man. And Ben Hunt will get the ball when he wants the ball. And Flano just has to fill in the like fill in the gaps of when he doesn't want the ball. And I think the amount of like the level of pressure that he will have on him for just doing that instead of saying, If the doggies lose it's your fault, um, is gonna bide bide, bid bid Flano well. Yeah. I think it's the same same thing as when Hastings went to the Tigers and took the seven jersey off Luke Brooks, and we saw that creative spark come out of Luke Brooks. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen to Flano now, and I just hope that spark lasts longer than two games. Um, so, yep. I I rate it. I I do like it very much. Yep, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Uh, on to the next game, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Jacob Layman for Dally M, bro. He's going to win it this year. He's a fucking... <laughs> he is the man. Uh, we made a post about him. Our first post on Instagram that wasn't us and our profile. Um, and just introducing the, 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 the account and everything. Was Jacob Layman absolutely killing it in the trial. I swear he played 55 to 60 minutes. He only got one break. Played, I'm pretty sure, the whole first half. Bro, I remember yeah. every kick chase. He was there. He didn't. I didn't see him miss a tackle. I didn't look at any of the stats. I don't need to. I know, the eye test proves that he is a absolute gun at second row. I loved him there. Yeah, everywhere I looked on that field, whether it was left, right, middle, back, Laban was just everywhere. I remember we were on call, and I would just every second word was Laban. He's there again. How? How? What I want to know is why so many sports NRL analysis overlook this kid. Yeah. That's that's my question to the NRL. How do you drop the biggest ball, the biggest fumble of the season? Biggest I agree. <laughs> Lay a ban for Daily M. If there's a, a bet on sports bet, I'm mortgaging the house. Let's go. Bro, I reckon this competes for sports analysis. Biggest fumble of the last 10 years. Um, so it's Jacob Laban not being recognised and Ben Hunt dropping the ball in the grand final. Biggest fumble is out of them too. I reckon if the fact that no one picked up Laban, I think it's got to take the cake, bro. <laughs> it does. It does. I just hope he solidifies his spot in the team. Honestly, I would pick him as a starter and move... Um, what's his name? He just Cape came Roll. to... I moved Gabriel to the bench for Layman to get that starting spot. That's how much I love this kid. Oh, dude, I I'm I can't agree more. I like you were saying when we we're on call, we're like, oh, like we saw him tackle over on the left. He was playing right edge the entire game. We saw him tackle over the left, and we're like, oh fuck, he must have moved to the middle. No, like three tackles later, he's back on his right edge. The fuck was man's doing? He just doesn't know how to not work. Like the work rate on this kid is phenomenal. The ceiling bro, is. Get him into There's the no mines. Ceiling. Get him into the mines. He'll work twenty four <laughs> hours instead of twelve hour shifts. He's just that much of a worker, bro. Yeah, honestly, he made that right edge look spectacular as well. His running game is out of this world. He runs lines better than most of these top tier centers in the NRL right now. Yep, it's just crazy. There's so oh, much dude. upside. 
I'm so fucking horny for Laban. I just want to see him. I I don't want to wish injury upon anyone. But Capo, if you could do like a high shot or something, get suspended, challenge it, get suspended for three weeks, I would love to see Laban start. <laughs> yeah, look, Laban, shout out on the potty, bro. Hopefully one yeah. day we can get you on here. Yeah, surely, <laughs> surely hop on, bro. We're like your biggest supporters. <laughs> Please. I'll, I'll flick you on the screen message. Hey, bro, I really like you. Um, We should go out for dinner sometime. <laughs> All right. Enough about enough about us being horny for Laban. He's gonna get Delium Delium second row of the year. Don't worry. Um, RTS, bro. He it looks like he never left. It looks yeah, like he never left. I was I was just about to say it's like it's like he just you know we forgot about him for a little bit and now he's back. I don't know. Yeah, he just fits right in. He just put on and he made... an invisibility cloak and then <laughs> took it off and he's like, hey guys, I'm back. Like, give me the ball and then. Some, something I noticed, which is a, a very small thing, but is very important, is he always found his front. He was always landing on his stomach and, like, just, like, getting his head through the line. It's like, no one, like, everyone was around his waist when they're tackling him. No one's bodying him, putting him on his back, wrestling with him. Like, I swear it was every run. Every run he found his front, whether he, like, skipped through the line, whether he got to the line and then just got his head through but he was always finding his front which is so massive in the game nowadays and it just proves how fucking good rts is i think i just put it down to the absolute leg drive and brute strength the dude has he doesn't look yep. big but apparently he is big he's yep. of brick shit house fame um, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know who the guy on like his name is absolutely set him the fuck down yeah that number 19 had a little bit of technical issues there but basically when the tigers player ran through the line and he was back in support and he just dump trucked him or was it the one where he was on the right edge and what they were attacking on the right edge near the line and he just fucking chopped some bloke in half which one are you talking about i think it's when the the 19 when he picked up the ball off like a, oh, yeah. a loose carrier yep. and he like did his weird little run through the middle and decided to step right towards rts big fucking mistake and rts <laughs> just picked this cunt up and pole drive them into a obliteration he yep. ended his career right there on the spot poor brother is <laughs> another trial again try again next year brother try again next yeah. year um also um, something that um, we both noticed was RTS, with his game knowledge and decision-making, made Montoya on defense look so much better. Which, we've all, well, I say we. You've always been someone that hates shooting up wingers. Jamming yes, wingers as, big, as big turners. And RTS reading meant, because uh, normally in defensive systems, your center and your wing are the same person. So if your center jams, your winger jams. Sorry, Pompey. You're not there anymore, so you can't jam anymore. Quick little side note. He jammed on the week, on the All-Stars game way too much. Not a winger. Sorry, bro. Um, and it just didn't work. Let in, yeah, let in now, too many tries. Now we have RTS who... Sorry, Pompey, again. But RTS is just a better footballer. He just reads the game better. So it's like... Yeah, that edge has been shored up massively. The defense looks top notch. I mean, the sliding, the communication between RTS and Montoya, it looks deadly. It was just 
it's great to see it's great to see i yeah. i'm very excited for rts this season yeah oh bro it's it's gonna be so good um something i want to quickly mention we had our little debate on who was going to start 5-8 our positives for chanel was his defense i'm sorry but metcalf's defense on that uh right edge i believe it was was so solid he was doing one-on-one tackles everywhere so defense is now on both kicking metcalf had most of the kicking but when chanel kicked i'm so i'm just basically i'm just rooting for metcalf even more um chanel's kicks were shocking like really bad not like I, i will throw in in there that metcalf threw an intercept but that was when rts dropped that bloke so kind of worth it um (laughs) 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 but in terms of like a kicking game chanel really needs to improve on that because well i think it was like two out on the falls one one was chanel and one was someone else it wasn't metcalf i know it wasn't (laughs) i wasn't i I know (laughs) i I know it wasn't Metcalf. I I just know it was not. Both was not Chanel. I think no, I could be wrong. Chanel, I could Chanel be wrong. did another one that I'm pretty sure was either super shallow or super deep, and it didn't really have much pressure. I, I'm not backing his kicking game up whatsoever. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what I was what I was gonna say, and I didn't put it in the notes, but just you know, obviously hearing you speak about it, yes, I was gonna say Luke Metcalf really surprised me. He played. Great, he looked great in in the seven jersey. It's, I don't know, man. It's it made my decision a lot tougher, and it's made me look like a bit of a fool. But <laughs> yeah, Metcalf had a game. But I'm gonna say this: it was Chanel's first game back after a season off. Watch the space. Uh, no, Watch I've got space. a counter argument. He has what? one season off. Cherry has four. How come Cherry looked way better than Chanel? Different positions, my man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Four four years out of the game compared to one. Different positions, my bro. I feel like there's less stress and strain on the center than there is on your halves. And we have we've had the position. That is such a we've had we've had the position dribble before and you said positions matter, positions this. Yeah, they do. And they I'm do. just, I'm just but throwing it back. It's I'm not just like throwing he's it back. the main man. Cherry is looking to be our strike center against Crichton now. He's going to be on that yeah. left. Like, I feel like he's going to be on that left edge. I don't think Crichton's going to be on the left. I think Crichton's going to be on the right. And Cherry's well, going yeah. to be on the left. He's going to be our strike center. Ah, I got Let's stop talking about the doggies, bro. Stop. That's like stopping their favorite team. Um, <laughs> um, Tane Talpicki at fullback not going to lie he slipped up a couple times but his determination to correct his mistakes just showed me his commitment to wanting to be the best player he is instead of uh, who would you say um, I mean to be fair Ben Hunt always puts in his all but you can see when Ben Hunt gives up because he realises he's around 11 pieces well 12 pieces of fucking driftwood um but he just he just always kept on trying like when he dropped that ball i think it was the almost the first try he grounded it 
he dropped it and then regrounded it in the end goal. That yep. was, oh, that was like a ball that bounced past him or something like that. But it was like the determination to still get there, even though he was technically beaten. I love that. Yeah, look, that's something you could say, not just for Tupiki, um, but for the whole team. You know, I feel like throughout the whole game, the the Waz mentality was do not give up. Played to one man down for majority of that game and only lost by one or two points. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, Tupiki played great. Moving on to the Tigers, because enough about the Waz. We sucked them off too much. Caesar looking, <laughs> Caesar looking right at home yep. might be the best value for money of the season. So, hey, what's your take on Caesar? Oh, bro, Caesar, he controlled the team. And he didn't have the Luke Brooks tag of, oh, he's shit, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's the reason we haven't gotten to the finals, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, whatever the fucking argument that Tigers fans had. Um, there was no stigma around him. And he just played his game. And he took the Raiders to a grand final before he went to England. A lot of people forget that. And I still had faith in him when he came over that he was going to be the halfback. People were saying like, oh, they'll do the two young guns. Like Jaden Sullivan and um, Finu. But nah, I, I love Caesar. We always talk about how the experienced halves are the best ones in the game. Best teams have experienced halves. He is an experienced half. Like, what, what more is there to say? He is an experienced half, and he knows how to control a team, and he did a fucking job of it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, and his counter, his, his counterpart, um, Old Sullivan, is his what I believe should be his little partner in crime. Yeah, looked great in the number six jersey as well. Um, yep. They paired up very nicely, and I think if they keep the pairing up, the Tigers could be looking better yep. this season. Something that I liked as well is both halves were playing both sides. Sullivan wasn't just on the left. Caesar wasn't just on the left. Like, it was... They were mixing and matching it. Like, when Caesar went through, he was on the left. When Sullivan put... Like, so Caesar was supporting. Um, when Sullivan gave the short ball to the center, the center then gave it to Caesar on the inside. Like, that's just... I don't know. That's I reckon that's Benji doing his work. Um... Yeah, so Caesar and Sullivan, I'm going to like this pairing for the rest of the year. I feel sorry if something happens to either of them, but excited. And bro, IPAP looked so good. I was loving IPAP on the field. Yeah, so like I read something earlier, which is uh, he came out and said to media that he his first season with the, the Tigers was a bit of a slap in the face and... You know, it was a shocker and all this and that. I'm not going to quote it exactly, but he kind of, you know, obviously said what we all knew. And he came back in this game and played his heart out. I mean, he put shots on, contested for everything. Yeah. It just looked like the Eels' IPAP has come back and he's ready to play. And hopefully he can maintain that whole mentality, the whole gameplay, the whole season. Yeah. I feel like last year was a bit of regret. And the decision to go to the year was like, didn't realize how tough it was going to be going over there. And just kind of had this like cloud of like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be here. This is so much shit, blah, blah, blah. Whereas this year, with Benji at the helm, I feel like, oh, I just love Benji. I reckon he's had a massive impact on how this team uh, performs 
off the field. Uh, I just reckon IPAP is just like, fuck it. I'm just going to give it my all, and I'm going to be the reason why we're winning games. And if that is what IPAP's mentality is, great, because he is a bloke that can win new games. Yep. Yep, I agree. Um, and I must say, I'm pretty sure Benji back in the day had the bleach tips with the perm. He might have had a perm, he might not have, he had the curly hair, but bro, this is the bleached hair, Tigers era. The bleached tigers is what I want to call it. The bleached, the bleached babies. <laughs> the bleached babies. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what? Well, Jen yeah. Sullivan had bleached hair. Abby Coruscant had bleached hair. I reckon there was one more, but I can't remember who. Oh, look! There's just so many bleached hairs out there this weekend. I mean, um, yeah. KP bleached his hair. Um, Will Price. Will Price. Yep. Oh, Oh, Hastings, Jesus Christ. Um, it's just the, the bleached hair era. <laughs> yeah. I reckon bleached hair means improve and ladder, and I'm pretty sure I put them at 11th, so they're definitely going to make 11th, that's for sure. They won't they won't kill it, but they'll make 11th. Bang on, I'm going to be bang on the money with that one. Um, but I wouldn't be upset if they, like, fight for the 8th. Would not be upset at all. Now, Bronx Cowboys. Um, I'll wrap it up really quickly the Bronx started pretty strong on attack on defense they didn't and then it took them a while to be like oh crap like we can't just run over teams like we did at the end of last year we need to like actually fight for our our spots Pierre Curra looked really good with his double in the first half unfortunate for the brother with his MCL sprain so hope you recover fast brother Um, but yeah other than that like, that was the game in general. Uh, Finiaki on the Cowboys team in second row, I believe. He looked fucking yeah. solid. It's not like they need fucking more second rowers, let's be honest, but... He's a big bloke, man. Uh, dude looked just damaging. He looked like he had strength and ample, and <laughs> he was just dishing it out left, right, and centre. Defense, attack, he was just looking yeah. to body blokes. Um... And yeah, just like my quick take on the game, like you said, Bronx started off quickly, defense wasn't there. Cobo, defense wasn't there at the start of the game, he kind of fixed it towards the end. I don't know whether that came from, you know, the more experienced players on the field, telling him what to do. Uh, Yeah, it's just, I I don't know, that first half was just so heavily contested from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I just, that's my take on it. I feel like the second half was just a blowout. Like, yeah. we saw the Bronx from last year come out and just fucking run over a team, you know? Yeah. Walsh, Walsh needs to chill. It's a trial fucking game. <laughs> and yeah, he just bro, put... Brother was running, li- like, was ripping through everyone. Like, he was not holding back. It was like he was in Las Vegas. He was trying to impress all the fucking ladies over there with his fucking slick moves, slick hair, and fucking beautiful eyelashes. My God. Uh, sorry, um, he was just killing it, bro. He was killing it. Like, someone needs to tell him it's week one of the trials. Chill the fuck out. Yeah, look, man, like, I'm pretty sure in the first half he threw two intercepts, one intercept. He threw an intercept in the first half, regardless. Yeah. Made a couple of errors. And then came out the second half and was like, you know what? Nah, I don't want to make any errors this, this half. I'm just going to put everyone on notice. I'm here. Yeah. I'm the man. I am still that guy. He's missed and, his favorite oh, girl if he'd gone to Las Vegas. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> if uh, if he plays this well in Las Vegas, oh, it's going to be interesting. Bro, real, real quick, did you hear that the Seagulls team have been banned from using Tinder over in Las Vegas? I did not. That is hilarious. Yeah. Are they not allowed to get their dicks wet now? No. <laughs> no, dude, they're going to put... They're going to lose as well. They're guaranteed... Like, bro, put your house on it. Don't actually. Not gambling advice. Um, Put your house on it. That the Seagulls are going to lose. Because if they do anything... If they perform anything like Max King did last year when he got no pussy, they're, they're done for. Just write them off now. They shouldn't even go over. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, yeah. that's a fucking Look, on, a, <laughs> on another note, Sailor Tristan Sailor. Oh, bro! What a young gun, man! He needs a spot somewhere in this team. I don't know how they're gonna f- slot him on the stacked roster, but he needs a spot. He just yeah. looks so good. The team just looks so good with him in there. And the, the scary thing is, this is a team without the likes of Ezra Man. And, it's, oh, I don't know, man. It's just interesting. It's You didn't mention your boy, Katoni. Or Jesse Arthur. Yeah, yeah, but, like, they had, yeah. It's, yeah, I'm I know. Saying, backup, I don't blame you. Uh, Their backups were just as good, if not better. Yeah. It's it's hard to go over those guys when you've got a guy that like Tristan Saylor that's knocking on the door. Yeah. You know, like, is Jesse Arthur the guy? I would, I would hope so. I fucking love the guy, but... Oh, you gotta slot this kid in somewhere. Yep, yep. I uh, couldn't agree more. A, I, I feel like he could be a Jaden Campbell inter- interchange. Esque, esque. Just, just he brings something to the game. I mean, let's be honest. The Knights, oh, Knights. Fuck me. The Titans kind of needed it. Like they didn't always have the great spark. They had David Feeder, and that was about it. But when Jaden Campbell came on, it was like sweet. The game has changed. I reckon. The Broncos don't need that as much, but it's not its not a bad thing to have in your back pocket. No, it's not. But also, like, Tristan Saylor and Reese Walsh on the same side at the same time? Wow. Yep. yep. That's dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah, I don't know. Bronx up, baby. Moving yep. on. Moving on. Let's go to the Titans and the Finns. Up the Finns. Herbie Farn was first game in the... Red, white, and gold look spectacular. He just looks great. It was interesting that he played on the right side and was was good. He looked good. I was surprised by that. I thought he'd play on the left because yeah. I thought that's where they needed him most. But he, he slotted in on the right and just did exactly what Herbie Farmers does. Uh, yeah. Just runs great, lines strong, and scored, I'm pretty sure, the first try. I'm pretty yep. sure. Scored the first try. Yep, bang on. Man, you got a good yeah. memory. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. You, you never forget that you're a fucking hammer pick last year. I know you won't forget that. Um, no. <laughs> oh, to, um, just so you, when you bring that up, sorry, like, they trialed Herbie at fullback, and I think that's the only time I did not like Herbie being on the field. I don't think he's a fullback. I think when Hammer come, comes into the side at fullback and Herbie stands at center, it's going to be dangerous. But there yeah, you go. That's my two yeah. cents. No, I, I agree. Herbie, even on the right, I reckon he looked fucking mean and speaking of centers bro like we we saw the chat of Valens Tafade he needs to drop weight he needs to do this he needs to get his game up get his energy up and like I know with Talakai last year that was the same chat because Talakai kind of got gassed towards the end of 2020 
two. Um, after his killer game against Morgan Harper, poor brother. Um, yeah, rest in peace, Morgan Harper. Um, <laughs> he had to change his whole identity to come back. Um, but unlike Talakai, where I feel like Talakai lost a lot of mass and his uh, br- his brutality on attack. Bro, Valance was skittling blokes. He looked like a front rower taking hit-ups. And he was still... He still just looked so determined to stay in the game and keep his energy levels up and just always be fighting for the plays. I love seeing Valance on the weekend. Yeah, his gas tank does look like it expanded. And um, the, the only the only query I have there is whether it's because of the reduced minutes because they were changing in and out. You know, him and... Um, TCNU was swapping. Yeah. I liked him there, but I dare say TCNU would right now be my starting pick for, for left center if they keep her on the right. TCNU would be my pick for the starting center there. But in saying that, if Valence can prove that he has a, a much bigger gas tank and he can play 80 minutes of competitive footy both sides of the ball, he'd, he'd slot in there perfectly. Yeah. I reckon this weekend... Um, we did have a quick look at team list. Testing you as starting in centre. Um, I think this weekend will be a very telling. Uh, will be will be very telling of the round one team whether Valens or Tessie get that centre spot because seeing Avarillo play on that left centre, he didn't look good at all. Like not no. to be mean with the brother, but he just decision making wasn't there his speed didn't look as good yeah look did he did, did he play on the right or the left at the dogs last year he, I'm pretty sure it was the right with um yes it was the right it was with Carriers. Yeah. I thought at the start of the se- start of the season that they had slot Avrilla in on the right and move Herbie and keep him at the left yeah. So I feel like maybe maybe he's just playing too far out of position. Maybe you should go to the right, and maybe we can see Everlo unlock what he had last year and more. But yeah, he yeah. didn't look too good when he had the ball in hand. So he was a bit disappointing. Yeah, it, it just didn't look like he was very comfortable with where he was position, well, where he was playing. But also, maybe it was like the whole I'm fighting with three other blokes for my for the spot. I need to be the reason why we're winning on this edge, but that wasn't the go. Like it, it was. You need to do what? Uh, who was it? Who was the one that did the tip on? Suwali did the tip on to, to Young. That's that's all he need to do, and a couple of yeah. those plays or do the draw and pass. But he's not the he's not the type of guy to be a testing your valence where he can just. I'll just throw the dummy and barge through three blokes and get over the ball, like get over the line. So. That's why I'm always almost. I almost think that he should, rather than competing for a center spot, he should compete with Bostock for the wing spot. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's that way. Well. Yeah, I think he'd be better there, better suited. Ideally, beginning of the season, I would rather Tessie and Valent on that left. The Bash brothers. The Bash brothers. Now, Isn't I, that the edge that uh, old Finn Dizak play on? Oh my god! Oh Jesus! Oh, is it? No, I'm pretty sure he's on the right. I'm pretty sure Finn Diesel's on the right. 
because oh, uh, I just remember the clip. I just remember the clip from last year where he absolutely chopped uh, Brandon Smith. Yeah, yeah. I think they should almost move him to the left just to have the trio, the three Bash brothers there. Yeah. Look, no yeah, one I will would... go that way. <laughs> no, no. Everyone will be spinning. <laughs> to the, everyone will be spinning <laughs> to the left. No one um, will go that way. Yeah. Overall, Titans defense. I mean, because titans they didn't really have a full strength team or many first grade players um so just talking about their team and systems as a whole their defense looked really good it was only a reserve team going against a pretty stacked Finns team i mean without their main spark of the hammer but still like pretty stacked team they did quite well to hold them down to only 20 after we saw a lot of high 30s 40s scored this weekend um so that's showing good signs it is it's it's giving me a bit of hope for the titans this year if they can bring that defensive structure over and carry it through the season i think it would help them immensely yeah yeah and that is all the preseason trials um now we've got a few bullet points we're not going to go through the whole team list again we're already an hour ten into it, so we're just gonna we've gone through the team list already together. We've noted down some points of note, and we'll start off with two games that we're just not gonna touch, apart from one little note that I put in there. Um, the Las Vegas teams have all pulled out their first grade players, and most of their backup first grade players. I think they're taking twenty four over there, so you've got your eighteen, and then you got six. Maybe it's 23. I'm pretty sure it's five. You've got five reserves that they're taking as well. So um, I remember hearing on a podcast that a lot of teams, like a lot of uh, reserve grade players were like trying their darn hardest in preseason so they could um, get their get that reserve spot to go over to Las Vegas as well. Um, so we're not going to touch on the two games of those teams playing against each other. But the one thing I will mention is Dom Young's little brother is debuting for the Roosters. They signed him mid last year, I believe, to come over this year. He's starting on the wing. I think he's also playing number five. Uh just something to look out for. Hopefully hopefully he's just as good as his brother. Um yeah. that could be very exciting. But moving on from that game, look Crichton to pair Cherry in the centres for the Doggies. Cherry is starting. Crichton's in there. I'm excited. Super excited. It's going to be one to watch for the Doggies. Yep, yep. Also, whereabouts on left or right they are going to go. Um, whether Crichton is on the left or Cherry is on the left. Um, I reckon last week was a bit of a telling. Well, the weekend was a bit of a telling, though, that Cherry will be the one on the left. Um, I hope so, because I loved him on the left. I reckon he looked mean. Um... But also, in my opinion, I forgot to mention it when we did the doggies review because we obviously talked too much about the fucking doggies. Um, Hacho gets the seven spot again. Now, quickly, before we continue, all these team lists we're taking are going to be quite similar, if not the exact round one teams. It's, it's a look into the future because a lot of teams aren't like still aren't resting well, aren't resting players going to try out their new combinations that they've tried out all preseason. So we're kind of taking this as 
the teams that are going to line up for round one. So with that, I'll continue. I really liked Sexton in the half spot for the Doggies on the weekend. He was playing against reserve graders, but they just look way more damaging in attack. And that could have been Joash Papali as well, Papali'i, whichever one it is. God damn it. Um, that could have been the reason why, but we won't find out until until that comes. And Jamin Salmon looks really good on the weekend, and it looks like he's won over that spot. But like, won over the spot from Josh Curran, which I really wanted him to start because I have him in my super coach. But it doesn't seem like he has. Look, uh, like I said before when we wrote the notes down, Salmon, I agree with this pick. I think Salmon played so, so great in that 13 roll. His ball-playing ability is out of this world. And I, I think... argue that. Yeah, I think he does deserve the starting 13 spot. Look, if Josh Khan comes out and proves me wrong and takes that spot back with equal ball-playing ability, then sure, I'm happy to shut up, but... Salmon is my guy. <laughs> Sweet. Now we have the uh, Storm and Knights. Now they're pretty much full strength teams. There is two things in there that are of note. Oh, three. So Munster isn't playing. He has been rested. So Pezzett is playing the six for the Storm. Uh, Dylan Lucas has got the 12 over Kai Pest Paul. But I believe that he was in doubt because of a foot injury that he had to rehab very late into the into the postseason, off season, off season. Um, so there's that, and also Sean Bloor is named on the reserves, not a one to seventeen number, which is quite interesting. It is very interesting, but I feel like this is just going to be Sean Bloor coming in and. Just proving why he should have that starting spot. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see on the weekend. Moving on. Laban fucked over. I don't know why he's in the reserves and not in the starting role, or at least on the bench. Yeah. No, um, it, they stitched okay. up the brother. They saw him play the greatest game of all. Um, I reckon he would have gotten, like, 200 points in Supercoach. He would have gotten dead set six Dalian points that game against the Tigers. Um He's in the reserves, but just we need to see the brother play. Like he needs to play. Yeah, couldn't agree more. He, he definitely needs that playing time. Moving on, full strength Finns team versus the Waz. Except we don't have no chance to go clock stat for the Waz. Um, yeah, resting because of injury, but it will be a impactful game. Good game yeah. to watch. I did notice that. Uh, in replacement of Chance is Tane Tarpiki. So Roger doesn't look like he's moving from the centres to go to fullback. I really rate that. I don't think they should ruin that centre pairing. Because otherwise Montoya will become shit again. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. Uh, RT should stay in the centres. He should yeah. not move at all. No. Other notables is Tessie gets the centre spot over Abrello and Tafare. We kind of mentioned that a yeah. little bit earlier. I, I like it. Like I said, for now, he is my lock. So we'll see what Tafari does and if yep. he pushes him out. I also noticed that both Averill and Tafari are in the 1-17 to 17 numbers. So they're both on the bench. Um, 
I don't think that will be a hint towards round one, but it will be, I think it's an indication that they are very close in the fight for that spot. I think Tafade is over Avarillo after last week, and we just went over it, so we, we don't need to say much more on that. Willem debuting for the Tigers, which is uh, it's good to see him back. Hopefully he can really pick up his game from last, last season. And then Seifarth starting in 13. Um, I think he played great in the in the Tigers game for them against yep. the Wilds. So I'm just happy for him to take the starting spot. Yeah, he's been he's been in in the uh, interchange for a while now. Um, who was playing 13 last year? Well, the year before 2022, it was Joe, who ended up killing it, and Jackson Hastings for some reason was in the 13 part part of that year as well. Last year, it was mainly Alex Twoll, I believe. And then he went to the bench. And I think Sean Bloor played a bit of that 13 role or Fenua Pohl. But I really like Seifarth uh, against the Wiles. Again, another another game that we touched on a lot. But we didn't really go into detail of all the players that we enjoyed watching. Um, so that's pretty much the news for the Tigers game. Um, not much else, I believe. Who were they playing? Who were they playing? Who were the Tigers playing? How do we not remember this? Oh, they were playing the Dragons. Yeah, we don't care about the Dragons. Um, <laughs> um, so we've got the Raiders not running a full-strength team, the only team that's not going to Las Vegas and is not running a full-strength team, but going against a full-strength Cows. Now, interesting of the Cows are... I believe it's Kyle, Kyle or Zach, no, Zach. Zach Labor is starting in the centers. Now, we had the debate uh, on our first podcast on whether, who was going to get that center spot, whether it was Valame, Labor, or I think there was one other person that we mentioned, but we, did we mention? Yeah, I can't, no. I can't remember now. Yeah. I, I remember Labor so. being mentioned and Valame, who just came over from the Warriors to replace Heku. Um, Labor's got that spot. I'm happy for the brother. He's been in the reserves for a while, but when he played last year, I'm pretty sure in Supercoach anyways, he got like two 80s and like a 90 or something. Um, so it really stuffs up your auto draft list if you don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Luki and Nanai pairing in the second row. Now, just I pray for the brothers to stay injury-free. What are your thoughts? Yeah, just on the second row, I uh, I like Luki coming in the starting role. I hope he stays injury-free, like you said, and just runs with it. I think he deserves it. And I definitely need to have a better season than he did last year. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit surprised of Labour getting that starting role, considering how well Velame did in the game on the weekend. But we'll see how that goes. But yeah, other than that, I don't really have too much to say about it. I do Moving on. Velame oh, is yeah. on the wing, though. Yes, Kyle Felt's not there. Yes, yeah. That's right. So, yeah, okay. Velma's still got that spot, thank God. Yeah, uh, he's still in Kyle there. Felt. He's like so close to 200 or something. Like, it's. <laughs> I just feel bad for him because he's so close. Um, we have full strength um, Eels versus Titties, Titans. <laughs> um, I can't believe I fucking said that. What an idiot. Um, they're both playing, yeah full strength teams with Jaden Campbell injured um Keanu Kenny is at fullback 
So just like the Wilds, um, their other fullback, AJ Brimson, is going to be sticking to the centres, hopefully all year. Um, still yet to see how he plays in centre, so that will be very interesting. And someone that I picked up in Supercoach and then dropped, and I'm probably going to pick him up again, so please don't pick him up, Nolsey, um, is Bo Firma returning from his ACL injury. Um, so it's been over, like, it's probably been quick math, like, 16 months since he's played last. Um, I can't wait to see that because he left firing, got ACL just before the season started, missed the whole season. So let's hope he goes back to that that uh, strength that he was playing at. And I'm interested to see whether he goes to the left while David Fita's not there. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think maybe, maybe. I'm not too sure. I don't know who else would replace David Fafita at the left. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, big yeah. one though is Tino being back at thirteen. Yeah, that's that's a big one for me. Tino, that's his side. Um, yeah, you don't you don't watch the Titans if Tino's not playing. So <laughs> yeah, it's like Tino is like you you have your three players in the Titans that you want to watch, and two of them are injured right now: David Fed and Jaden Campbell. The other person you want to watch every week is Tino. Yeah, look. Um, Hopefully, Jane Campbell's back by round one. That's the rumours anyway. I'm not too sure how David Fitter's tracking, but Tino's definitely number one on my list. When I think of the Titans, I want to watch yeah. Tino, and that's about it. So, And for that uh, Eels nine spot, um, it looks like f- it's not Freddie Lussick. It's not Freddie Lussick. It was Joey Lussick. Oh, almost, Joey Lussick, almost fucked yeah. up. Almost fucked up. Yeah, so Joey Lussick gets the nine for the Eels. As it seems, I don't think there was any signs of Brendan Hands anywhere on the team list. Um, Double-checking that. Brendan Hands is actually on the bench after um, Brad Arthur. I almost said Brad Parker. He's the center. Brad Arthur uh, said we're going for an 80-minute nine and then puts Brendan Hands on the bench. So, super coach players, it's like, uh, what, what the fuck is he doing? Why is he lying to us? Yeah, yeah. NRL wise, I read it. I think uh, eighty minute yeah. nines are overrated, especially when it's proven that you know split nines work better. Um, yeah. But yeah, Brendan Hands also played great on the weekend, so I think it's yeah. a good choice to have him on the bench. I reckon he played pretty well as well. Um, also, we mentioned how new fade, new man Morgan Harper uh, played pretty well on the weekend. Um, he has still lost a spot to Simmonson, but with from history. Bailey Simonson doesn't really play consistently. So I reckon it's up for grabs for Morgan Harper. I reckon Morgan Harper could get, could get a sniff. Yeah, we'll see him in there eventually. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Cool. Well, that's Anyways, the team list. I, th- yeah. I think that's us for this week. Looking forward to the games. Really looking forward to the games. Um more full-strength sides, more how they're going to do against other full-strength sides. No, there'll probably still be reserves coming in, but we know for at least the 40 minutes it's going to be top-quality footy, unless you're the Raiders, um, or any of the Las Vegas teams. But Yeah, yeah look, um, I'm excited. It's a bit of a, a look into the into the future of what the season is going to bring for us. You know, the first halves would be the ones to watch. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's pretty much us, bro. Any, cool. any final no. words? You gonna you gonna salute me off? 
Colbo is the man. Colbo is the man. Um, yeah. But Laban is even better. Laban for Dally M. Hashtag that shit. Laban Hashtag, for Dally M. Hashtag Laban, <laughs> Laban for Dally Dal- Fuck me, I can't even say it. Oh, Hashtag mean. Laban for Dally M. There we go. There we there go. You go. All right. All Catch right. you later, guys. See you, bro. See ya.